0: sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. How do we talk about contentious issues, important issues in a divisive culture? Is it possible? It is possible, but how do you have civil dialogue, constructive argument around things that people disagree or disagree strongly with? That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into today's topic, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about... Ideas for next episode, sorry, questions for this episode, or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. I'm joined in studio once more by Renee Kranz. Hey, Renee. Hey, Chris. Renee, um, by the way, we are coming up to. Bill, what episode is this? Oh. 501. We just celebrated the big one. There are a lot of people in studio last week.
1: Yes. Oh, yes, last week.
0: Last week, you know, when, <laughs> you know that episode 500 aired. When it, when it so dropped, we're now yes. we're now on the the next 500 episode.
1: Ooh, it's There's, the beginning of the next 500. The beginning of the
0: next 500. Sweet, yeah. And
1: I'm here to see it kick off. You're here to participate.
0: <laughs> and what a way to kick off yeah, the next what, 500. Yeah, wait, really? So um, back in episode 496, uh, we talked about the Catholic take on basically all things LGBTQ uh, and. And, and a, a half-hour Catholic take. I mean, there's a lot more we could have said. Right. But we touched on some key points um, that I thought was was important to discuss. But And we got some feedback. Uh, some of the comments. You smile. Because um, they
1: come to me. <laughs> they do come to you. And you shared
0: them with me. Um, two comments in particular. Maybe you got others that you didn't share with no, me. No, those know. were the only two. So we had two comments that I, I thought um, would be worth actually responding to, but then just talking about Responding to comments. Right. Um. One of them is more critical. One of them is kind of a hey, here's an idea kind right. of thing. So they're 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 not both um, equally disagreeing. Right. With... And I,
1: and I should say that there were one or two comments that were also very positive and oh, appreciated. You, you the episode. That yeah, me. I did not. <laughs> what the
0: heck? <laughs> Fine. I see how it is. So I, I think I I want to I want to respond to um yeah I, I don't like ignoring. Comments, right. especially, and for That's years. That's why I send them to you. Right, and I've, I've been um, on in online conversations, arguments in the best and worst sense of the term, going back to the, oh my gosh, the mid-90s. Oh, wow. Yeah, Um and I, I always think it, it's better to engage. Now, having said that- If you can that, do
1: so constructively. If you can do yeah. so
0: constructively and, and time permitting, right? right. So, I mean, I, I can't always, we can't always take the time to, to actually record an episode responding to comments. <laughs> right. uh, but on occasion I think it'd be a good thing to do and in this particular case because right. um LGBTQ issues are so much a part of the cultural discourse today mm-hmm. and usually it's done so poorly but right I, I did think these would this would be a good topic for us to take the time to respond mm-hmm. to um some some comments yeah.
1: I think we both knew that that we were probably going to see some comments on there that were super friendly. Right, right,
0: right. And and so I do want to, I mean, I want to invite anybody who's listening or watching. Again, we give the email address for a reason, right? (laughs) Ignition at sfcatholic.org. That doesn't just go into the dark, you know.
1: And, and the YouTube the comments intertubes. are we do see them so
0: yeah, yeah we do yep mm-hmm. um we don't always comment we're not right. always able to right. but okay so so if you
1: want to tell us how much you love us in the YouTube comments <laughs> please feel you free are to do free so. to do so
0: yeah so <laughs> I do think it's important so to engage when people um comment when it's done uh, like if, if somebody's been just completely trolling then I'm gonna ignore
1: right her. right then
0: I'm not gonna if Um, If there has to be, are you open, (laughs) are you listener, uh, viewer who's maybe disagreeing or not, but are you open Mm -hmm. to hearing another perspective? If I, if I feel like you are, I'm more inclined to engage in this particular case. As I told you, Renee, um, I thought about writing out a response, but I just rather talk about it with you. Right. um, And I feel like it could help other people too uh, at the same
1: time who might be. Either feeling this way that this commenter did, or other people who see comments like that yeah. and don't really know how, you, how right, to right. respond.
0: And what are the so the big the first thing I want to say about this is it's so important. One of the downsides, maybe the downside of ha, trying to have um, disagreements online, is the inan, inan,
1: anonym,
0: anonymity. Anonymity. Anonymity yeah. makes it a lot easier to be jerk. It does. I've been a jerk online. Countless times, hopefully less than I used to be back in the nineties, but maybe not. Uh, So, so. To to if you're going to engage online, remember there's a real living breathing person mm-hmm. on the other end mm-hmm. of this conversation. Even though you don't see or hear that person, there's somebody there, and treat them with the dignity and respect that you owe to them. So for us mm-hmm. as Catholic Christians, we um, are. It, it's very clear. I'm called to love everyone. Right. Now it doesn't mean this necessarily, sometimes love is speaking the truth clearly and boldly, mm-hmm. but still uh, not where I'm going to out argue you. I'm going to crush you between the power of my. I'm going like, to win. I'm going to win, which is totally a Chris Bergwald. <laughs> Me like
1: too. I'm going to win. I'm going to
0: win. I don't care. I'm taking no prisoners. No, 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 no. Wow. <laughs>
1: uh, that's
0: not, that's not so, especially and, and when we're in person because we see the person that, that, uh, although I still-
1: It's keep- a little easier to keep your emotions under control for some people, but some people might be exactly the same in person so, as they are online. Yeah. yeah. Some of us <laughs> might be just as
0: argumentative in person <laughs> right. as we are and convinced that I'm right and you're wrong and I will win and Always. I will show you out, especially when it comes to capitalizing <laughs> oh, his. Heavens. And So anyway, that's the topic for another Catholic views.
1: So you can probably guess- Dr. Bergwald and I have gone around on a few things. We have things. some
0: <laughs> very important things that we disagree on. But we, about. Re- re-
1: we remain friends, exactly. and we trust each other enough to know that that's probably where you're going to go with some of this, I imagine.
0: Well, right? yeah, yeah. Maybe. So, Maybe. so, um, and even if in this case, I don't know. Well, at least I don't think I know either the commenters. They they used pseudonyms, right? Um, so I don't know them personally, but I can still, even though I'm, we're not literally online or offline, real world friends. Right. I still, as a, well, I would say, as a human being, we should treat each other with dignity and respect. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should have to be a Christian to hold yourself to right. the higher standard. Right. But as, as those of us who are Christian are held to the standard of no love, mm-hmm. dignity, respect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, how you and what that looks like in every circumstance can vary. Right, but. When I go into this, I need to have that frame of mind. So yeah. in this case, even though Nate's sporty boy and Frenchman's Fury are not with us in the studio <laughs> that's, that's not their
1: names? <laughs> uh, I, I don't
0: think so. but I mean I had a classmate whose last name was French. high school classmate's last name was French. I don't think this is Jeremy though. Um, so we're we're just gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you Nate. I'm guessing Nate that might be your real first name sure and probably Frenchman um with the second one but I want to have this conversation, uh, as if they're in the room mm-hmm. hearing us, okay. uh, which, you know, cause it'd be so easy for us to,
1: here's, here's your chair. Right. Right. <laughs> right there.
0: So, and not with the, <laughs> not with these two folks in particular, but it, if, if, if it'd be easy for you and I with some critical comment to just pile on that, oh, yeah. but that yeah. doesn't do much of any good Mm-mm. because it's not modeling to your point. So not just for, for Nate and, and Frenchman, uh, but for others who are watching that does not model. Right. Well, the way that I feel we're called to respond. Right. Okay.
1: Okay. Let's do this. Enough uh,
0: introductory. So <laughs> Nate, with, with, with Nate's um, comment, uh, th- there's kind of two primary things Um so I'm going to read part of it, summarize part, and then read the closing line. So Nate starts off, I don't think comparing being gay to wanting to cut your arm off is going to cut it, no pun intended. Appreciated that, Nate. <laughs> um, it shuts off discussion with LGBT people because many LGBTs don't see their being LGBT as being like wanting to cut their arm off. For them, it's not just a desire to do something the church doesn't want them to do. It's a desire to find love. So that's a, that's a his first point. It's a, I, I think there's it's a really good point that I... Mo- I'll talk about my thoughts on it in a moment. Then Nate goes on to give an example of kind of the thing of what do you do uh, about, he, the example of uh, going to a wedding of, of a family oh, member sure. who's, yeah. um, uh, in in this case, um, identifying as a lesbian. Do you right. go or not in that whole debate? And he ends, Nate ends his comment, if you think about it, tax collectors were doing some really bad things, but Jesus allowed them to dine with him anyway. And I, again, I think that's a, it's a, a valid point. I think it can be taken too far, so I want to talk about that a little bit. Yes. I want to say right at the get-go, like the whole question of when to or not to, to, to whether to go or not to go to uh the 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 wedding of a, of a loved one. For, there's all sorts of reasons why that can be um a, an issue that people might struggle with. Mm-hmm. What's the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. That would take more time than we have. So the example, Nate, it's a great example, okay. but I don't want to dive into the nitty gritty. Because um, and
1: that's hard to answer without knowing the full situation. Exactly. That's why. That's why you're supposed to approach your parish priest about that. Exactly.
0: Yep. Exactly. And that's kind (laughs) of. I mean, Nate. This was a homily that was given. Right. At his parish, that came up. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, FYI, Nate, I'm not going to dive. And I don't. I think you raised that as an example of your thought on how to approach it. So, going back to the beginning of this. So, one of the things that we uh, we mentioned in episode 496 is how um, not every desire that we have is a good desire. So ever, because all of us were created by God on purpose um, uh, intentionally and out of love. Uh, so he, and he, he saved us. He loves us, etc. cetera. Um, but we're all because of original sin, a little bit bent or broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're, we're mm-hmm. fallen to use more biblical or churchy language. Uh, and so, so because of that, that brokenness that every one of us experience, some of our desires don't lead to my flourishing. Right? Don't lead mm-hmm. to my happiness. If I if I indulge those desires, mm-hmm. um, it would not fulfill me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 I gave the example of how and, and how, but but in our culture sometimes we say, you know you be you you right. know so we sort of hey just do whatever you want mm-hmm. and 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 my contention the, the Christian contention is that's not loving because what you want may not lead to your happiness. Right. Um, eternally, but even now.
1: Even if it involves love.
0: Even, right, 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 right. So, and, and Nate didn't say which, this. Which
1: seems harsh.
0: But if, if but. I were to, you know, if I'm on a business trip and I see an attractive woman, I'm not going to have an affair or a one-night I think stand. I love her. Right, no. <laughs> because that would be the wrong, and that would not lead to my happiness. Right.
1: Um, Even though it seems like it would make you happy at the moment.
0: Right, right. And I, again, you know, Nate, in-, in, in anticipating Nate's maybe potential response. That's not necessarily love. That can just be pure lust, et cetera. So the, the, the fundamental point was uh, we shouldn't basically um, it's not loving to say, Hey, you be, you uh, indulge whatever desire you want. And I give the example that there's a condition, uh, a psychological condition um, where some people want to delim themselves to cut a limb off because they feel like it shouldn't be there. This is a real, this is a real psychological, emotional, like, Uh, Tension that they feel that Mm -hmm. where where they want to do this. And so Nate's point is comparing being gay um, uh, or I would say transgender. Uh, to wanting to cut your arm off is, isn't going to cut it to many people. So rhetorically, that might be the case. I mean, yeah, I, I, I would, if oh. I were actually talking with somebody uh, who has same-sex attraction or suffers from gender dysphoria, so in other words, who identifies as mm-hmm. LGBT or Q, uh, I probably wouldn't use that, that example, that comparison, that analogy, actually talking with them right. because it would be so easy to misconstrue. Right. I was mm-hmm. using the example to make the larger point that, um, just because it's not loving of me to tell somebody to indulge every desire.
1: Right. Have. Right. And I think there's also, he's, he's kind of connecting two things that aren't necessarily the same, the gender dysphoria and, and, uh, being gay are not necessarily the same yep. thing. Yep. You're it's, at least to me, I yep. mean, one, yes, you could say you're looking for love, but the gender dysphoria thing is a little My different. My identity, right. Right. And
0: yeah, right. And that's, so thank you for saying that because, yeah. T- yeah so Nate, I, I w- in that example, I was thinking more of somebody who f- centers, suffers from gender dysphoria right. than somebody who has same-sex interaction right. because they have feel this inner compulsion about their identity. Yes. Um. And, and, and the instances.
1: parts of their body right. that are-
0: Now, again, yeah. though, if I'm talking with somebody uh, who has gender dysphoria- I right. may not use this example because that might, they might just, well, what do you compare it me to? It may shut
1: down the conversation exactly. too yep, quickly.
0: Yep. yep, yeah. yep. Uh, but I do want to address, so Nate's point though, um, if you think about it, tax collectors were doing some really bad things, but Jesus allowed them to dine with him anyway. So there is this, but you're smiling. Why are you smiling?
1: Because I, I knew what I would respond to that right <laughs> away, but I want...
0: Well, well. So it is. It's true that Jesus did die in with mm-hmm. sinners, but he called them to repentance. That's what.
1: That was my first thought. It, he wasn't like, "Hey, come on over here and continue to in your sin." Right. That is not what he was right. doing.
0: Now, to be fair, to be fair <clears throat> to. So if I, uh, uh, yes, that I it's true, but he didn't necessarily do it at that meal. Right. So, so right. He it's not like he. Sat down next to this this horrendous tax collector. Hey, you need to give that up right now, right? So timing, right. when and how. But we know his desire was right. to move them from what they were doing yes. to what they should be doing. Yes,
1: and I I suspect a, those tax collectors knew,
0: right, in their right.
1: heart. You're you're with the Son of God, with God Himself. You I think you know. They may not.
0: But yeah, mm, yeah.
1: Your your heart's being tugged in a place you yes. maybe aren't familiar with at the moment. Yep, but.
0: My for me, uh, the uh, another gr- a great example of what we're talking about here is the woman caught in adultery. Right, right. So she's brought. Jesus does not condemn her. Neither do I condemn condemn you. Go and sin no more. Right. So he doesn't lay into her. He doesn't rip her. No, no. He interacts with her, but then there is the call to conversion. Mm-hmm. Go and sin yes, no more. Yes. So we. So I think there can be a tendency among us as Christians, Catholics. To sometimes um, distance ourselves from people who are living uh, in a way that does not lead to their happiness, right. who are living sinful lives, right. lives, uh, self-destructive lives. I, I, that's. I'm, I'm not saying that we should. So. We should accompany everyone Mm -hmm. that we encounter. Right. Uh, We should be the means by which God's love and mercy and tenderness is extended to them. But God's love and mercy and tenderness, and Nate's not saying this, so I'm not necessarily responding to Nate here. God's love, mercy, and tenderness is not the same as you be you.
1: Right. It is not.
0: Yeah. So any other thoughts on Nate's...
1: No, I think that okay. was good.
0: Okay. So if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Ignition, I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwell, talking with Renee Kranz about how to have hopefully uh, constructive uh, civil dialogue, um, <laughs> healthy argument in the true sense of the word, not quarrel. My kids years ago taught me, dad, quarreling and argument are the same thing. Quarrel is when you, rah, 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 rah. an argument should be mm-hmm. a constructive dialogue mm-hmm. as we might otherwise.
1: And I will it. say when, when you came to me about this idea, I was a little tripped. Because yes, you were. I'm like, I'm certainly going to get myself in trouble here, but I'm going to do my best not to. So you, far, we're 16, 17 minutes in, and I have not gotten we, myself in trouble We have, we trouble have 10 yet. more minutes
0: for you to blow this <laughs> okay. up, Renee. So we'll, we'll see. Come Holy Spirit, Everybody don't get let ready. that happen.
1: Everybody
0: <laughs> get So uh, Frenchman's Fury w- left a comment as well, and, and his is definitely more critical. Um, right. he, there are some things that he agrees um, with us on. Uh, but some things that he disagrees um, on. So I I might just read the whole comment through and go back, but I might find myself compelled to stop Stop and comment. I don't agree with your opinion on what good is. So, uh, well, he explains that. Love being to will the good of the other is an acceptable definition. So we talked about that. To love somebody else means to want what's best for them, to will the good of the other.
1: Right.
0: Love doesn't mean you always give someone what they want. They may want cocaine, but that's not good for them. So I'm fine with the way you're phrasing love. So, so Frenchman uh, agrees with us on that. So what I appreciate, I mean, he, he acknowledges I don't agree with your opinion. What love is. Um,
1: he started out good, but he's
0: be, just be, uh, be, be yeah. kind of Frenchman. Here. No, no, he I,
1: started out good because so, he started out with something we agree on.
0: Right. So I do appreciate uh, that, that there's the, the bridge built mm-hmm. it kind of quickly gets, torn down. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I, <laughs> Um, it's good that we diverge on. Yes. You base your view of the good on what some ancient scribbles said two thousand years ago about an invisible being you can't prove exists, and its arbitrary whims accompanied with threats of eternal fire for failing to abide by, b- abide by said whims. Uh i think I'll keep going for now. The foundation <laughs> of your definition not be, <laughs> Frenchman might be watching. He
1: might be. That would be great. I, ho- I hope he, he is. He watched I, once or so. he or she.
0: Um <laughs> The foundation of your uh, in- mm-hmm. the foundation of your definition for good is based on unfalsifiable superstitions and there is therefore not reasonable. In contrast, what I call good is dependent on objective and observable metrics of human health and happiness. There are no know- knowable facts about what makes human beings live productive and fulfilling lives. It doesn't require faith, believing despite sufficient evidence, and these facts do not include an invisible monster that floods worlds, slaughters innocent children, condones slavery, and has a nonsensical disgust towards many things, from homosexuals to mixed fabrics to shellfish. In short, homosexuality is neither moral nor immoral. It's simply a difference between human beings that the Catholic Church should stop obsessing over. What is immoral is perpetuating this arbitrary and superstitious culture of purity, shame, and self-loathing that drives many people to suicide and many others to horrible acts of ostracization and homophobia. That's the actual effect of your imaginary beliefs. So, yeah. I, so, Frenchman, I know that you- I, I think mean, the bridge is gone. Well, <laughs> wanted to, to, to give it to us with, or did give it to us with both barrels. Um, so, just to, so a few things. Starting near the end. So, at the very end. So, Frenchman says that's the actual- effect of your imaginary beliefs. And so if you're going to have, and and, and maybe, maybe Frenchman just wanted to rant. I mean, I can take the time to comment. Sometimes you want to convert, have a conversation. Sometimes you just want to rant. Now mm-hmm. I said at the beginning, uh, I usually ignore it if I don't feel like there's an openness to conversation. So I do feel like there's an openness to conversation. because It seemed
1: like it at the beginning. It does so, seem like yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. So
0: it's sometimes you, you get into it and you get, you know, I you get fired up. Sometimes I get fired up. <laughs> I know. Yes. So, um, but if you're having like precision in language, mm-hmm. right. And and I'm not always precise in language, but I'm, one of the things that stuck, so ends that's the actual effect of your imaginary beliefs. I mean, my, my, be- how, what, what's an imaginary belief? I, I know what Frenchman means that your belief in imaginary things, but beliefs aren't imaginary. They're real or they're not. Right. So what is that? I, mean, I can't have an imaginary belief right. just to kind of <laughs> point that out. So, language and precision when you're having a conversation. So some larger things here, I, I do think when it comes, especially to LGBTQ stuff, sexual morality in general, um, Christians get painted with a pretty broad brush, yes. right? So the Catholic, and I emphasized this right off the top, I, 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 I and I reiterated in episode four ninety six um, that 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 we're called to love everyone, mm-hmm. um, and that God. Cr- Loves everyone, mm-hmm. delights in everyone, um, uh, re- has redeemed everyone. So um, there was a point here where Frenchman said has a nonsensical disgust towards many things, from homosexuals to mixed. Fr-. God has no disgust mm-hmm. towards anybody. No, God loves everyone. So He has a, and there is a whole thing here with looking at the Old Testament to the New. Yes. Um, and, and that would be a good topic for us to talk about sometimes, but there's definitely growth. I mean, God slowly revealed the fullness of who and what he is. So, um, But the call to love other people was there from the very beginning. Right. We do get confused, like, what's with the kosher laws? Like, we as Christians, as believers, when we read the Old Testament, we right. can be really confused by what's going on right. there. That's a little bit to me uh, an aside. Um, a couple fundamental things that I wanna point out. Um, did I ever quote the Bible in 496 that you recall?
1: I don't remember you quoting the Bible. No,
0: so, so, so a Frenchman uh, talks about how you base your view of the good on what some ancient scribbles said 2000 years ago. Uh, in some cases, certainly our beliefs flow from divine mm-hmm. revelation, scripture and tradition. But when it comes to moral issues, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely seen in scripture in tradition, but it's also the, the Catholic church looks strongly to the na- to the what's called the natural, natural law. law. Yeah. So a lot of what we believe is in complete accord with completely compatible with observations about what the good is uh as described by Aristotle, Plato mm-hmm. so- Plato and Socrates, not in that order. Socrates, Plato and Aristotle. <laughs> uh so- Socrates and right. uh you know, Bill and Ted said something about Socrates. <laughs> right. Um so a lot of our morality is it, the insights that we find in scripture were actually already discovered by ancient Greek pagan, non-biblical right. philosophers right.
1: who had no knowledge of what was happening. They before. also,
0: by the there. they and they also believed in the uncaused caused, the unmoved mm-hmm. mover. So the whole thing about no proof for belief in God and so on, I mean, that would take us very far afield. Um, Bishop Barron. Catholic Answers, Trent Horn. I mean, there are all sorts. If somebody, whether it's Frenchman or anybody else, really wants to know, like, okay, why? What are the re, are, What are the reasons that Catholics give mm-hmm. for believing that there is a God? There are all sorts of books and now videos and articles online that yes. you can look. So again, Bishop Robert Barron will be a great one to look to. Trent Horn will be a great mm-hmm. one. He works at a place called Catholic Answers. If you can find all sorts of videos and other and, and podcasts galore. Yes. In which there, by the way, they also have debates and so on.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: so there are good reasons, um, and relatedly, so Frenchman makes this point that faith, believing despite sufficient evidence. No, 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 no. Faith is yeah, that believing. One, that one got
1: me too. I was like, faith ooh. is believing.
0: Faith is believing that something is true because somebody I trust tells me it right. and we all do that all the time yes i have never actually verified and i would not be able to verify a lot of things that i learned in school right I, I i have confidence that it's true because i trust my teachers right they've they established somehow their trust was established in me maybe just like mom and dad said it or whatever or the things that they said somehow i came to trust them so faith is not it's not believing despite sufficient evidence. Right. Faith is simply believing something's true because I trust the person who mm-hmm. told me.
1: It's very much like you trust your doctor to tell you what exactly you, or what's wrong right, with you or right. what to like, do. I've had surgery. <laughs> you have faith in your doctor. <laughs> I had
0: surgery. I didn't see what was happening in my surgery. I trust my doctor yeah. uh, about. So again, we could talk about that more, but that's not the Catholic. So f- faith is very rational. Mm-hmm. The cap- Other Christians might have different perspectives, but the Catholic perspective, faith is very rational um, it's me believing something's true because I trust the person who tells me right Again, we could spend a lot of time talking about that as well. um so Renee, was there anything else in Frenchman's comment that that you
1: oh probably, but uh, <laughs> that's where I get myself in trouble. see
0: <laughs> so I again, I, I mean i I would be happy to and so I mean Frenchman or anybody else who disagrees with us, if there's a specific issue that the the challenges in a in a comment like this one, um, it's throwing out three, four, five, uh, issues that we could spend a lot of time on, but I would, again, can't always take an episode to talk about every comment, but would happy to dive in. So, so maybe Renee, we do need to spend an episode on God's existence yeah. and so on. Yeah.
1: Cause I also found the one, uh, there are knowable facts about what makes human beings live productive and fulfilling lives. That is true. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of them are actually in the natural law and they may not be what you think they are.
0: Right. Right, absolutely. <laughs> and and what do you do when when people disagree? Right. So and here's the other thing. So the, the other thing too ultimately there is some foundation, there's some fundamental principle that we we that we we take as an assumption or presupposition. When it comes to morality, mm-hmm. so the idea of human dignity, where's that come from? Right. Well, where's that idea come from that I should treat So ultimately I'm going to say that every it's, mm, the idea of treating people with dignity ultimately rests on the idea that there is a God who gave that dignity to every person. Because
1: otherwise we have no dignity because there was no one to there's, give it
0: there's to us. There, so I would say there is no rational basis <laughs> right. to think that there is an objective good or that I should treat you with dignity right. apart from it. Now, I think natural law, you can argue, but ultimately if you keep pushing why, 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 mm-hmm. it does come back to that. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be a believer to be good, certainly. Right. But but I would say uh, it's you're being ultimately irrational because there is no fundamental rational foundation for your beliefs. Right, right. So, Renee, we're out of your time. That was quick. Thanks for this episode. And again, please feel free to contact us, ignition at us Drop any comments in YouTube. And if we can, we will respond to those. Until next time, God bless you.